It, oh wait, is it a podcast? A limited series? A a a, sh- a short term? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? <laughs> Hi, I'm Jordan. And I'm Sarah. And we're both successful serial entrepreneurs who believe the world is way better with more. More women-owned businesses, more wealth, more magic, and more champagne. But before we can add more, we need to return old business ideas that are taking up too much space in our lives. Enter The Refund, our content series for folks who are looking to return old storylines, concepts, and habits that no longer serve their life in business. Each episode, we're going to cover one topic, share three key takeaways, and we're going to receive a refund on what is no longer fitting the bill. Hashtag no receipts required. Listen and watch The Refund on YouTube and wherever you love to listen to podcasts. I think this is pilot. This is our pilot episode of The Refund. Refund. Oh my gosh, we didn't even we didn't even practice okay. that. Yep, yep, yep. So so what what are we doing? What why did why are we here? So we're here for a couple reasons, right? One, we're having fun. Always. To rack up our write-offs. Correct. Two, Sarah and I are both I'd say objectively successful serial entrepreneurs, and I feel like the past, we've known each other for maybe five years, and I feel like we've both run into these ideas, habits, you know, misconceptions that... Roadblocks. Yes. And just ideas that we have been told as women, as business owners, that we have to do, and we're just kind of calling bullshit, and we meet so many amazing, smart women business owners that ask us, like... How did you get there? And it's not like, oh, it was super easy and and great, but it was like, no, we had to refund and return all these old concepts yes. and ideas that don't serve us. But if you don't know what you what you don't know, you don't know they have to return in the first place. Right. 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 So this is really all about returning outdated, mm-hmm. old inappropriate business concepts that we've been conditioned to believe are necessary for business success. Right. And we have found that that's, they're just not true. It's just not true. I can fucking fly to New York to film a bunch of stuff with a group of humans that all live in Minneapolis together. Correct. Because I can. Mm-hmm. And that's totally cool and that's okay. And so we just want to have conversations around these mm-hmm. Business ideas that I think foster imposter syndrome, mm-hmm. especially in women, oh, yeah. that make us doubt ourselves, that make yep. us feel like incapable to go do the things we really want to do. Both Jordan and I believe in running after what fuels our souls, mm-hmm. and it's so hard to do that. It shouldn't be that hard. It shouldn't right. be that hard. Right. And so I, yeah. that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about shitty ideas that need to be returned. And we want a fucking refund for that money. Are we swearing on this? Yeah. Okay. We totally can. If okay. we, we'll bleep it if we... Uh, let's not bleep. I don't let's really not bleep. bleep. That's let's not see. authentic. That's <laughs> yeah. not genuine. And I also think, too, like, part of this is we want to have an honest conversation about it. Because there is a lot of noise about how you should run your business, how you should be a business leader. And... And Sarah and I both believe you can do it your own way on your own terms, but it's got to be hard. I mean, it's hard. We're not going to really say hard. here, figure it. It's not for everybody. It's not meant for everybody. This is not going to be meant for everybody. But I've found I've been successful from people who were just honest with me about like you don't actually have to do it that way. Yeah. And if we can do that for somebody else, like that's the goal. Like I think knowledge is freedom. It's power. And if we can pass something along, we're we're happy to. Yeah. 
So how are we going to do this? We're going to we're going to have conversations. We're going to have genuine conversations the two of us. Mm-hmm. We're going to invite other women in business to join us and have conversations with us. We're going to talk about everything, the hard stuff, the easy stuff, again the misconceptions, what's gone well, what mm-hmm. has not gone well. Yep. And we're just going to share it. We're going to start with a limited series. We're going to yep. throw a couple episodes at the wall. We're going to see what <laughs> sticks. In true us fashion. If it, if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be great. And I think, again, this is started in, like, the concept of abundance. And you can't really get your capital back until you get a refund on it. And we're returning it. You don't need a receipt. <laughs> hashtag that. Are we using it as a hashtag? No receipts needed. Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, we're here as an abundance of information and we want to be a resource and we want to bring out other women that have done it. We are not perfect. We're still dealing with the hard shit. Like, we're not at the top. Like, we are just climbing and we know that there are people ahead of us and behind us and we all, all the boats right, rise with the tide, right? Yeah. Is that the expression? Yeah. I'm not good with expressions, but that's what I believe the core of this is. And whatever it turns into, As long as it's benefiting women and more women feel empowered to move their business forward, stop their business, or expand, like, that to me is a win. I agree. And we had fun. And, like, that's the most important thing. And we brought on some really rad women that probably wouldn't talk about themselves in that way. Like, that's our job, too, is to help amplify women and these ideas that... We just don't do. We're not. We're not supposed to. We're we're not supposed to. Is one of the things we can definitely. We got to return. On. Yeah, we got to. We got to return. I don't ever receive on that, but that one for sure. Receipt yeah, yeah, return yeah. <laughs> necessary on that one. Yeah, that's the refund. That's the refund. I have some questions for you. Yay! Let's go. Okay, and we decided ahead of time that like nothing was off the table, right? That Correct. we felt comfortable about having real conversations mm-hmm. with one another about yes. our specifically. Professional career paths is what we're here to talk about. You can go whatever you want. I'm open. One thing I think is really interesting about you, Mm -hmm. you left corporate America. You have a really cool founder story starting your business, Mend. Mm -hmm. You've dabbled in a couple of other things as well. You're doing something slightly different now, but you made a choice to go back to corporate America. Yeah. What was that about? Why did you decide to do that? Like, tell me a little bit about that experience. Going back after being on my own free. I feel that that is, is, I was surprised. I was surprised by that. Talk to me about that. This little thing called coronavirus um, (laughs) happened. So I had been running my jewelry business for two years. It was from 2017 to 2020. I was running Mend. And I think what happened was I was so burnt out. Like I went from like zero to a thousand with Mend. I went from like events, pop-up shops, partnerships with Nordstrom. I was doing everything all the time. And if you work in retail, like, you work so hard and it's such a demanding physical job. You were all over town, too. Yes. You were really present in the marketplace. Mm -hmm. Marketplace. I did trade shows. I was traveling to get materials. Like, I was 110% in because I had gotten venture capital and I wanted to make the best of the two-year agreement that, like, women, I'm an anomaly. Less than 1% of women get funding. So I wanted to Which make... Which is bullshit. Let's correct. return Let's, that. Can we return that? Thank you. Um, I'd like a full refund on that. Um, so when... And, and towards the end of 2019, when I met with my business partners, I was like, you know, don't want to take on any more funding because I don't want to give up equity. You should always be the majority shareholder, always. And I kind of had this moment where I was just done. I was like... 
I'm so burnt out. I would love to know what it's like to have health insurance. Like, mm. can I can I just go see a dentist? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, it was when it was in 2020 in the spring, and I was like kind of freelancing here and there, just like trying to stay afloat. And I'm happy I didn't take a salary from men because I would have gone under, no question. There would have been no way I could have sustained a salary and had to adjust to everything that was happening in the world in 2020. And um, just through my network, there was a corporate company, technology company, I was looking for someone in marketing. Um, I interviewed, I liked the people that I was going to work with. And to me, it was kind of like my, my not my break from entre- entrepreneurship, but I'm kind of a masochist where it's like, <laughs> I had all this imposter syndrome when I was running Mend that I I didn't have the skill set mm. to be hireable if I didn't want to do it anymore, which is bullshit. We should return that concept. I actually think entrepreneurs are super hireable, but they also don't belong in a corporate setting. Right. If they right. do, it should be super innovative and open and flexible. But I was... Which is obviously more common now, luckily, totally. because of COVID and the realities of yeah. what that has created from a structure standpoint in the business, totally. business world. So I kind of took this as like, I gave myself a window. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this job in a corporate setting, get a you know a comfortable salary, have benefits, and build a new skill set. Yeah. Like I'm going to basically give myself a crash course in PR, media relations, working for a publicly owned company. Okay, so you got paid. You got paid training Mm -hmm. i did like a crash course at a really awesome public company and then i just ran into the like oh i could do this and make more money and i actually am a solo bird and i actually like being on my own and doing my own thing and like ultimately you just to say you get bored sounds so snotty but it's just like you're i wasn't passionate about technology and i kind of felt like a drop in the bucket yeah and i just didn't feel like i could feel the impact and I worked with really smart people and I learned a lot, but I just, I didn't see a path there long term. And I kind of, I, I mean, I was there for maybe a little over a year and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I like what you said about impact too, because the impact is nearly, it feels almost instant in mm-hmm. a small business or in an entrepreneurial role. Oh yeah. Right? Like you make a choice and then you run after that thing and that thing either happens or it doesn't happen, but it, it you learn that quickly. Totally. In a corporate setting, there's bureaucracy and... Oh checks and balances and approvals that take a long time. So then you got tired of that. Yep. So I I basically swung the pendulum from one extreme to the other to like doing everything to like not being able to do enough. Yeah. So I needed to find like an equilibrium between the, uh, between the two. So I was like, okay, I'm going to consult, but I'm going to treat it like a business because when I was freelancing, I was so, again, I felt so insecure with my skill set. Because, wow, I would never have yeah, guessed that. I had of you. felt like, oh, I'm just a jewelry designer. People think I'm just this like, you know, woman who's in a lifestyle brand when like really retail it has a ton of logistics and it's a can be a very unsexy business. But yeah, I felt like I wasn't hireable. And I had felt like I failed with Vend because I wasn't able to explode it into a, you know, two plus million dollar business, which is insane to think that that would happen in two years. <laughs> I'm just being naive. But yeah, I felt like I failed and I, um, yeah, it was really hard. And then I felt like going back to corporate America validated, oh, I have a skill set. As an entrepreneur, I'm creative. I, you know, no isn't really an answer we take. And we we can solve most problems. Right. And we find that people are in their own way and they ultimately just like don't want to solve it because it requires more work. So we are very hireable. You just have to have the right company that 
fosters that. Is interested in that. Okay, I was going to go a different direction, but now I have a follow-up here. <laughs> what what was your ego doing? I'm I'm hardcore projecting. In my mind, I'm thinking I would feel if if I was feeling like I failed at mm-hmm. mend, I'd feel shitty about that. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like again, I'm projecting. Go on. <laughs> then I think I'd feel like I also feel shitty about going back to corporate America. Yeah. What I feel like that's such a a mm-hmm. mind mess. Yeah, I mean, there and think about it too. This is all happening while there is a, like the world a global, is imploding around the us. world. There's a global pandemic. There is you know unrest in Minneapolis because that was the year George Floyd was killed. So there is you there is no certainty anywhere. And while I felt like you know at the time I felt like a failure, my ego was like gratitude like you can get a job right now like allow this moment for you to like and it's in retrospect like obviously in the moment you're like beating yourself up but to me it was like okay in retrospect I it was actually a really great opportunity because I was able to make a good income still run mend and learn a new skill get a crash course in corporate communications and again you got paid doing that smarty had good health insurance and it allowed me to figure it out and cool. Good for again, you. so it's gratitude because again, the world was on fire and I was just so happy that I could keep my business mm-hmm. because so many people suffered in 2020 and I didn't want to be that number. I wanted to just figure it out. But yeah, I felt like an asshole. I think it's, I think this is such a really uh, interesting example mm-hmm. of you feeling a certain way and the rest of the world seeing something completely different of you in a really positive way. I was like, Jordan has her shit together. She's going back to corporate America because of whatever her reasons are and they're the right choices for her. And I I never, what I projected, I didn't feel about you. You know, I didn't think like, oh God, she failed. (laughs) I didn't think that at all. That's I was like, she's smart and she's navigating intelligently and that's why she's doing it. Um, Which it is. That's what you did. That's good to hear because uh, I internalize everything. So I cried a lot in therapy about it. Yeah. And my partner had to listen to me cry about it. But again, I was like, this is the season of life that I'm in. Let's figure, let's try stability. And I say that in quotes because like you could be laid off from a corporate job. So like, right. how is that really a stable choice? Because it's actually happening right now too that's, in tech. I think that's another concept we can return Mm -hmm. that the corporate ladder climb is a stable one you Mm -hmm. hear about mass layoffs you hear all of these you know distrust or disruption in a corporation yep it's falsely stable yeah you get a paycheck every two weeks Mm -hmm. that's hopefully consistent from you right and the idea of i hate the word sacrifice like let's return that word that you have to feel like you're sacrificing something when you either take a full-time job or if you want to be a business owner. But it's like, I'm putting a ceiling over myself if mm. I go work in corporate America. So that's a sacrifice to me. I don't want to be sold a ceiling and then they're going to give me a chandelier and art for the room that they're putting me in. Right. I'd rather have no ceiling. Yeah. And so that means I work more, but I'm working for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm never going to be more accountable than to myself than to somebody who says that they believe in me, right? right. And right. how many times has that not been proven true? And I think a lot of companies are now having to reckon with that. And that's why people are leaving mm-hmm. because the pandemic has put people in this position where they're like, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Have I wasted my time at a company instead of doing something that's impactful? So like coming full circle. Um, 
But I'm glad it looked like I had my shit together, but I felt like I failed. I felt like I, I had squashed an opportunity that uh, most women don't get, and there was a lot of pressure around it. Not by anybody else, but myself. Right, right. Totally myself. Well, I'm proud of you. What is the most surprising thing you've learned throughout this entrepreneurial journey? Oh my God, what a question. That's kind of loaded. <laughs> I yeah, to give you, you shot at me hard. I just, I just went for it. <laughs> you did a Talk kill shot. Talk to me about your ego during that time you feel like you failed in your business. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a kill shot. You loaded that and you were just like, boom. That's a loaded question because I feel like entrepreneurship is part, it's like not even surprises, but it's the unknown that is like a surprise and you have to be okay with ambiguity. The biggest surprise, honestly, it's two things because I can't pick one. Mm. I think the first one is when you run a business and you go out on your own, you start to see your relationships change for better or for worse. That is so true. Brene Brown, I'm pretty sure it's Brene Brown that said it, that, you know, when you're doing well, it's almost like you're holding up a mirror in front of somebody. So if you're doing well, people are either going to be like, oh, I don't like that they're doing well. So Mm. I'm going to be difficult and I'm not going to be supportive. Or you see people who are doing well and you're like, oh my God, I want to do more. I want to do better. They're showing me things are possible. And that was so surprising because I made an assumption. I made an assumption that the people that were going to be supportive we're going to show up, no question, because that's how I would show up. Totally. And then I just saw, and it was, it was quite, I mean, it was disappointing. There were a couple people that I cared very much about, and they did not show up for me. And hmm. I took that very personally, talked about it again in therapy, get a therapist. And people are going to either be very supportive of your success, or you're going to see relationships change. And it's really not up to us to fight for that relationship. Right. And that was really hard, because... I would do anything for the people in my life that I care about. And um, that was very humbling. And it was very hard, especially when it was women I admire who were not happy for my success or whether it be close friends. Or at least questioned it maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or were upset or would roll their eyes at you or just belittle what you do. So there's like one side. But then on the other side, I have surrounded myself with this circle of like amazing, smart, like mostly women and then like men who are like, fuck yeah. Yeah, like let's go. We can't wait to be on your yacht, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait till you buy me yeah. my Tesla. Yeah. Like, no, but like that is that is so important. I know in there there is gonna be a specific episode about growing a business and how do you have family and how do you have the right partners supporting you? But like that was the biggest surprise is watching not only my relationships change, but like expand, but then also retract at the same time. And they're different. And like, I've decided like, you're either going to support me or you're not. And then that's just how, that's and just you how you're going to show okay up. with mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And you have I to agree. accept that. And I'm not going to chase people who are not happy for me. And that's okay. Like that's on you. You got to figure that out. How funny you mentioned the mirror mm-hmm. when I projected onto you, I was like, oh fuck, I'd feel like a failure. That's, that was just That's my mirror, Brene, right? Yeah. I can't take credit for that. That's Brene Brown. Which is so funny because, like I said, I never felt that about you. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, go, girl. You go do whatever's best for you. That's mm-hmm. so fascinating. Interesting. There was a second thing I was surprised by. One was the relationships. What Both, was like, kind of shrinking and also growing. Expanding, and it's a good... You just have to be aware of it. Just yeah. know that, like, the more successful you become, there's either going to be people that rally around you or those who um, are not happy for you. That was so great. 
Thank you for the interview. Is it my turn now? It's, it can is. I, can I uh, badger you? I'm busy. You? I gotta go. Oh, is it time to go? Yeah. It's fine. Okay, so is it my turn to ask you questions? Yeah, you can ask okay, me questions. Okay, so. Too. I might not answer them, but you can ask. I'm gonna be channeling my inner Oprah. Mm, I love my me inner some Oprah. Leslie Stahl from 60 Minutes. Okay. Love Leslie Stahl. Okay. Can I interrupt? Yes. Fun fact. Do you know her? When I was a freshman in college, I wrote into the Oprah show and I got tickets. I got front row tickets to see Nate Berkus <gasps> on the Oprah show. I also went to Jerry Springer that year. That's a, that's a story for a different <laughs> podcast. I asked, a, I asked a question on Jerry Springer that they told me they could not air what? on the show. That's for another day. Oh my God. So you've been in the presence of Oprah. And Jerry Springer. But yeah, mostly Oprah. Yeah, in the front row. Wow, like Isn't that I, cool? Isn't that so I cool? actually feel something in my chest right now. It could be. Is it a heart attack or anxiety? Both. Okay. Do you know? Yeah. Can I quickly? Yeah. Can I tell yeah. you? So I'm gonna meet Oprah one day. I'm putting it onto the universe. Do you know how she's gonna greet me? Oh, okay. She's wow. gonna go, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Oprah. Oprah. That's my Oprah impersonation. Yeah. And then we are gonna well, go. Well, let's up to not show Oprah that. <laughs> I hope she does I don't doesn't. think Oprah's going to appreciate that. I mean, that. when but she... maybe she will. I don't when know. When she did the iconic... I know. Uh, ...Prince... Yes. Uh, Meghan Markle interview? Yeah. Were you silent or were you silenced? It, it that was, is yeah. a masterclass in journalism. So I'm uh, going to attempt that. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I'm so prepared for So the lights just this. got hotter, right? Yeah. I am hot under these lights. Um, this is the hot seat. Okay. So I have a couple questions for you. And again, if people have not... If they want to get your bio, they go to your site. Yeah. That's all linked in the notes. Yep. This is not about getting your Right. This is a 101. Bio. This is about just asking more pointy questions to get more stories about you. Yes. Um, so people can understand who you are and, and how, how we can be of benefit on the refund. So my first question, it's not really a question. I want you to tell me a story when you realize that you were meant to be a business owner. Mm. Ooh. I... I think this started so long ago that I can't think of a specific moment. Mm -hmm. It was just who I was supposed to be and what I was supposed to be. Like always there. I've always had a ridiculous belief in myself. No, that's good. That's intuition. That's right. And I think... um, I think I've found a nice balance of what could very easily be read as cockiness, mm-hmm. as um, what I have been told is this amazing confidence that some people find quite admirable. And mm-hmm. I, I learned that that would serve me really well mm-hmm. if I chose to harness that natural ability that I have. Mm-hmm. Looking back, all the skill sets that I've run with my entire life that have served me so well in my entire life just scream entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Somebody that just thinks that they're going to fly to New York and set up some cameras and film a series (laughs) that's going to work. Like, not everyone can just do that. And I have no fear around that whatsoever. Mm -hmm. I'm just excited. I'm energized by it. I'm ready to do it. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I don't have a specific moment or story I feel it has always been within me. I just didn't know where it would kind of manifest. Because you did work in corporate America. I did work in corporate America. So was was there ever a moment where you're like, 
oh, that role that is next up on the ladder, I don't want that. Were you ever in that position where you saw it and you're like, I can do it and do it well, but am I using my capabilities? I thought I was going to run that place. Wow. It, it wasn't even a question in my mind. I just was like, I'm just going to keep climbing. I'm capable. I'll figure out what I'm, mm-hmm. what I don't know. Uh, and I was really driven to do that. Mm-hmm. And it was working. Yeah. It was working. But what wasn't working is a whole entire part of my being was being ignored. Yeah. And I, I didn't, I loved the support I felt. I loved the development I received. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved the visibility in my role. I loved the team I was running. And I was like, all these things that you love so much about this, you're missing like this core of loving specifically what you're doing. I didn't love that part of it. I loved elements of it. And I thought, well, damn it, life is far too short not to love all of it. Mm -hmm. And that, maybe that's when I realized business ownership was the thing for me. And that's really what I sprinted after because I truly believe that life is far too short not to love all of the minutes of your life. You aren't going to compromise. Right. There are going to be shitty times. I'm not denying that. And you're going to have to do things you don't love doing. But if you're not spending a vast majority of your time being obsessed with how you're spending your time, you got to cut ties and do something else. I agree. You don't have to compensate. I feel like women, we compensate a lot and we feel like we have to just take the job for the dollar amount, which is usually um, less than our counterparts. Let's return that. Yeah. Please take that one. But you didn't want to yeah. compensate your values, but it took you, you had the ambition. It was, it just wasn't placed in the same location as your values, which right. was business and creativity and the idea of like doing things like you don't want to do, but like, again, you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for yourself and you're accountable to it. Yeah. It was like I was using my skill sets in the wrong space. Mm-hmm. It was like the skill sets that had served me really well. It made me comfortable on a stage when I was younger. And mm-hmm. so many people aren't comfortable doing that. Or I was comfortable speaking in front of a group of people. Or I had no problem sharing my opinions. Or mm-hmm. I would take risks and try different things. I was leveraging those skill sets just in the wrong setting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, hot damn. <laughs> I could be doing so much more if this was my own. Yeah. And so then I tried. Yeah. And then I never stopped trying. Yeah, that doesn't stop either. You're always like moving forward, always. Absolutely. But to me, what it sounds like is it's your intuition. You trust your gut. I tr- I do very deeply trust my intuition. Yeah, but yes. I think again, as women, like it's it's this feeling, and usually if you don't listen to it, it'll eventually it'll yeah. come back and say, "Told yeah. you so." Hey, you missed out. Sorry. Right. <laughs> And I don't want to have that moment. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because we've right? all had it where we're like, oh, I knew oh, it. Oh, fuck. I knew it. Yeah. yeah, that's a bad feeling. That's a really bad I feeling. I don't want to have that. Yeah. I don't want to have a midlife crisis. I don't want to all of a sudden. You don't want to buy like an expensive no, car. No, I and... don't. I don't. <laughs> like, I just don't right. want to have to do that to make myself feel better. You're not chasing a vacation from your own life. Like, your life is the vacation. Yes. Your life is enjoyable. But you take time off to take care of yourself. So yes. it's like this. I couldn't agree more. It's like your life becomes joyful, not like my life and work are separated and I'm not, it's like you spend your entire life at a company. Yeah. Like you we're spending our entire lives working. So it's smart of you to like realize, no, my skill set's valuable, but it's elevated when I'm in the driver's seat. Totally. what I'm hearing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got that. it. I love that. You got it. Who I am on social media and when I show up there and who I show up with here or here, whatever is, the same person. 
But how do you do that? I mean, people spend their whole lives pretending to be somebody that they're not. You know what I mean? Frankly. Like, think about that. That's so. That's such a hard thing to let go of. I mean, I don't even know how you start. Honestly, I think it's tiring enough just to be who I am authentically and You're genuinely. like, I can't even be anybody I can't, else. I cannot fucking add another persona to that <laughs> but to try go. to impress anyone. There you go. You can return I, that concept. You don't have to be anybody you but yourself. You don't have to be anyone but yourself. And that is another one of those things from a very young age Mm -hmm. I learned and I just did it. I mean, there are definitely phases that I was wildly uncomfortable and, you know, I hated myself. Like, I'm not saying that that wasn't a phase and I'm not saying there weren't those moments. But it didn't paralyze you. But it didn't paralyze me. Mm -hmm. And frankly, it's so much easier for me just to be me. And I think that's a palpable palpable connection point. Mm -hmm. I think... It helps my sales funnel get people through faster. They're yeah. like, she's my girl or she's not my girl. Yeah. They're not trying to like read me or it's not feel difficult me out. It's not yeah. difficult. They get it. They're like, I like this girl's yeah. energy. I like her work or she's not for me. And mm-hmm. me accepting that as early in my business as I did mm-hmm. has only served me very, very well. Yeah, you're saving people I'm saving everyone time. I'm saving my time. I'm saving their time. They get to their person faster. I get Mm -hmm. to my people faster. I get to my people faster. It's important to to just like, I don't have time for that bullshit. And that I've heard this before. Like, nope, that is who you meet in real life. Who you see on social media, Mm -hmm. who you see showing up on a website in the digital space is who Sarah is. That's my probably my favorite compliment I've ever received. Yeah, you are who, who you are when you show up in whatever medium. Yes. It's not just like an alter ego that's turned on that's clearly just wanting a return. They want whatever it is that they're selling. And let's be real. There are definitely times when you show up differently intentionally, right? Like there are times when you really turn it on. There are Mm -hmm. times when maybe you're more chill. I'm not arguing that. That's all about brand, right? And that's about being on brand in your true brand experience. But I I just am going to continue to show up as who I am. Mm -hmm. And I have just found that the right people, my dreamy client, I'm calling those people in because I just keep showing up like me. This is to me where burnout starts to happen, Mm -hmm. which I've not felt burnout. Um, Of course, there are times when I've needed a break. There's times where I wanted to get away. I'm not denying that. But I think burnout is really amplified when you are no longer able to be the person that you're pretending to be. Oh, my God. It isn't sustainable. It's just not sustainable to not show up authentically as who you are. You can't keep, like, performing, performing, performing. And I'm not saying in a positive way, but, like, putting on a front. Like, performative. Yeah. And, like, it's performative. And then I also think, like. It's just tiring. We underestimate how smart people are. Like. I, and I think, again, running a business and watching your relationships change, I now can spot when someone is not being honest with me. They're not being authentic or they feel like they have to act a certain way. And I'm like, you don't have to do that. Right. Like, I promise. Like, I would just rather us get there faster. Right. It's like dating. Right. (laughs) Right. Like, you just want to, like, I just want to know, don't, don't try to trick me. Don't try to. Just be your true self, and if it works, it's going to work, and if it doesn't work, it's not going to work, and I'm just going to give you a high five, and I'm going to go a different direction, and that's totally fine. Yeah, people who are successful want to help you. People who have a high self-esteem are usually themselves and are honest about what they're good at, what they're not good at, and they're not afraid to stumble in front of people and be embarrassed and like... 
I am not afraid to stumble in front of people. Yeah, I tell people I'm like the smartest ditz you've ever met. Like, there's some words I can't pronounce, <laughs> and that's okay. Like, I'm smart for something. And just things. own it, right? You're and just going to own and it. And I'm dumb in other ways, but you know what? Like, that's okay. Like, yeah. I know who I am, and, like, I kind of think that's part of my charm, to be quite honest. Can you agree? Charming. Thank you. I think it's very charming. Thank you. Um... My last question for you. Yeah. I actually want us both to answer because I thought it was like a fun. I love it like a little icebreaker. Okay. Um, if you were to be a cocktail, what cocktail are you? Oh, and I okay. need you to be as descriptive as possible because you're a designer yes. and it's creative. I would be an extra dirty martini. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Super icy vodka. It's clean. It's minimal. It's served in a beautiful glass. I especially like it. It's actually in a coupe. Not in a traditional martini glass. What's a coupe? I don't even know what a coupe is. Those Describe cute it. little, they're more like round like this where a martini glass is like, you know. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like, like a it's a, like a little a short. It's like shaped like this. Mm-hmm. I love a coupe. Mm-hmm. I love a martini in a coupe. Okay. Okay, cut to this. This is a dirty martini in a coupe glass. Cheers. Um, but yeah, it's classic. It's simple. It's not, there's not too many frills. The dirty, I just love that earthy, salty, briny taste. I don't wash my hair. I mean, we can go on and on and on about the dirty. Okay. I think I'd be an extra dirty martini. Yeah, that makes sense. And and bonus, if it's Castle Vetrano olives. Okay. See, I don't even know. A bougie know olive. So fancy like olive. Like a touch, a touch, right? A touch, mm-hmm. a, a, a fun little twist on a classic. Yeah. See, that's what it is, is your twist on a classic. But I wouldn't, like, I don't like regular martinis. It's got to, it, I need the it's salty, specific. But think about briny. It. You're specific. You're salty. I am salty. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Briny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dur- yeah definitely yeah, dirty. Dirty, dirty, dirty. Sur- super dirty. Okay. Yeah, I could see that clean. Is it, does that play? Yeah, well, I think that's good. Okay. And you know what? I hate martinis. <laughs> That's why we're not friends. So I hate you. I'm just kidding. No, but you and I are actually opposite. Like, I feel like you and I are are total opposites. You're an Aries. I'm a Libra. But we're actually very compatible for, like, friendships and relationships. I married a Libra, so you're one of my favorite signs, which we'll get into I also married a Libra. We got to unpack that. Choices. Those are choices. Um, Okay, so what are you? I think... Oh, Are you something kind of bubbly and sparkly? I'm stuck between two. Okay, okay. I'm stuck between... A Manhattan on the rocks mm, because mm-hmm. I love Again, whiskey. I love whiskey. I love the like sweetness of the cherry on the rocks, so it's nice and cold. And what I like about whiskey is that, like there's depth. Totally agree. Like, there's depth. It's like it like kind of stings at first when it, it goes does down, burn a little. Mm-hmm. but then like you're so warm. Mm, and I kind of yeah. feel like sometimes I'm a little like a little harsh, a little sharp, a little abrasive. What <laughs> me? But there's something like sweet and you don't need very much. I agree. You need one drink and you're like, that's enough. Yeah. And I feel like I'm very concentrated in the best way possible. I know I like who this. I am. Yep, I like this. And I like the depth and the yeah, sweetness. I like this for and you. it's an acquired taste, but also bourbon is expensive and it's like whiskey's cool and yeah. sexy. Not yeah. that I feel like I'm cool or sexy, but there's depth to it. I like and again, this. I only need one. Yeah. And it's like it's a kind of signature cocktail. You only need one. I it like comes this. in a beautiful glass. Yep. Um, Do you like cut the cut glass? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. I love a really big ice Cut cube. crystal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With like a like a stamp in yeah, it. Yeah, like with my it's like customized. It's so branded, like with my name on it. Or your face. My face. My my glasses. Just yeah. my glasses. Oh, that'd be so cute. cute. Okay, I like this. I like this. See, this yeah. is why we're friends. We yeah. we meet in the middle somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We meet in the middle when it comes to a brand. But okay, what's your other one? What's your other? The one? other one was going to be an April spritz. Mm. April spritz are like bright. It's April is a very specific taste. Like yes. orange today. April's a very specific taste. Well, this goes down a little bit easier. Mm -hmm. um, but you can it's like, it yeah, it's just like, you can have lots zoom, of them. and you're like, I'm having the best summer of my life. Yeah, and it's I Italian. Because yeah. you just said it, I'm Italian. So yeah. I those are probably my two go to drinks. Those are good. Summer is April, winter is my uh, Manhattan on the Rocks. I like this. And you're a dirty martini. I would drink a dirty sense. martini year round. Wow. And I like more than one. <laughs> So it's probably we're gonna get tonight. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, three things I feel like we've learned from today. Yeah. Because that's also the point of this too is I want to leave you with three things. Three things that I feel like you've learned. So if you skip to the end, which why? But I get it. First thing, in no particular order, trust your gut. Trust As we've your gut. talked about, like intuition. Understand where your skill sets are. Don't downplay yourself. Um, and be adaptable. You adapted, you took your skill set, yeah. and you transferred them somewhere and else. you did too. Right? So being adaptable is hard, but once you kind of get into the being okay with the uncomfortableness, you adapt. Yep. Second thing, um, you are who you surround yourself with. Your relationships may change. That's okay. Yeah. Surround yourself with smart, badass women. Find them, make a list, check it twice. You'll find out who's naughty and nice. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to fill that in. I, had to do that. I thought you were going to fill that in. Um, that's and the a good third one, one is um, you're not going to know everything, and that's okay. That's totally. But fine. that's why you have smart people around you. Yeah. Because people will fill in the gaps. And return and anything else that, and the people and the ideas that aren't serving you. I think our bonus is return the shit that's not working. Mm -hmm. And just let it be. Yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> That's the closer. That's it. It's us saying close.